0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Perceptive Readers, a podcast series made in the product of culture, aka PopBooks website's office. Hi, I'm James. Pockbooks.crypto. This week in June, if you look on the homepage of the Popbooks.com website, you will see a video that explains more of what I'm about to talk about in cryptocurrency. You heard me say at the beginning of this podcast, Pogbooks.crypto. Now, this doesn't mean that I'm saying that's the name of a new currency. No, what I just stated was my domain name, on the blockchain or the W3 or Web3, all right? Now, to get more into explaining about this, uh, I'm not going to go into too much detail, and I'm not giving financial advice either. You know, a thought came to my mind before I started this podcast, and it was something that Jesus actually said when he mentioned, pay back Caesar things to Caesar and God's things to God. And I've stated many times in the past, and will continue to say today, that was Jesus just basically saying, hey, there are certain things that belong to God, like your worship, your life, you see, uh, your way of living principally, you know, in pleasing him. And then Caesar it right, has certain things as well that we want to abide by. And the main thing that is mentioned there is taxes, you see? Uh, so in other words, hey, uh, whatever the taxes happen to be uh, on the land and things of that nature, then someone who is a follower of Christ, uh, we do our best, you see, to, uh, to pay what we're supposed to. But getting back to, again uh God scene to God we know uh not only does our life belongs to him uh, but it's always been encouraged uh throughout the scriptures uh sometimes uh, people will reference all the way back to the old testament or you see um as that's what they call it I may call it the hebrew scriptures or what have you uh that there was a tie you know like a uh a small percentage, all the way up to 10% of what have you, uh, of what the people gave from that income to that belonged to God. Isn't that something? So, you know, that's all a part of it. But once the Christian congregation started, uh, it still stated that, uh, then Paul said, you know, God loves a cheerful giver. Uh, don't coerce or force or take any, you know, income from somebody if they don't want to give it. Uh, he was saying, let them give it from their heart. So what is this saying again? That, you know, from people's farms, their produce, their monies or what have you, uh, that if you're being a friend of God, you're being a worshiper of God, there's an encouragement, give God His due too. Now we're not going to tell you how much, you know, you have to give him. God is not saying that. He's just saying, let it come from your heart. If you want to give me anything from your currency, your currency that you earned, your currency, uh, from your wages, your currency. Yes. That you own. All right. Now with that being said, getting back to pockbooks.crypto. See, pockbooks.crypto, again, is my domain name that I have already purchased because, as you know, I purchased pockbooks.com more than a decade ago. Uh, But see, what has been brought on and what people uh is finding out more and more is that even though i purchased parkbooks.com and you know when i try to purchase it uh you know uh from a year or longer up to 5 years or whatever as, as long as i can do it along with my trade name or what have you that uh still the organization called i can and, and you know that's an acronym for something uh Basically, still says then after that time is up or whatever, if, if I didn't have the funds, you see, to, uh, repurchase it or to renew it, then, you know, I could actually lose, uh, my domain. Now, isn't that a shame? And see, and that applies for everybody, you see. That applies to everybody. So in one sense, even though you own your domain, in another sense, it's like, no, you're just really renting it. You know, um, But you see, but all the same, that's another thought. So now you're going to see, as I mentioned about the parkbooks.crypto domain that is on the blockchain. See, once you purchase your crypto address, your, your name, your domain, that belongs to you forever. Uh, it's linked with your digital, digital signature, uh, um, well, you know, your address, everything. It belongs to you. Every transaction you make with it, uh, your website that you place on, because I've already placed just a basic blogging website. Some people use it to actually put their personal uh, brand or name on there. I haven't set it up in that way yet. Uh, it's not as spruced up. As you know, as I've done some of my websites in the past, but it is just something, again, that right now, some of the articles, uh, which a lot of them, you know, I've written over the years, but seem to strike a chord with you, I've started actually moving those to over there too, making sure that it still knows there was an original timestamp even on the uh, .com domain, see, um, or the World Wide Web domain that this article was originally posted and what date. And if somebody wanted to verify it, you know, they could always use archive machines and things of that nature of the internet to know that, yes, yeah, so James did write this article way back in 2011. He wrote this article way back in 2012, uh, 2010. You see, on onward. But I'm still moving it, uh, uh, many of these nice articles and even podcasts, to the blockchain domain because once it gets that stamp on it, it's, you know, it's forever as long as the blockchain network is up. So here's the thing, blockchain, which is, you know, you heard the term decentralized, means that. All the information, a ledger as you will, keeping track of all transactions no matter what they may be, they do get a type of digital stamp, a hash stamp, which cannot be changed. You see, uh, it is like part of that transaction. And not only is it stored in one place, but on every node, uh, a node is just Another computer or server, if you will. Now, I want to share that with you because just to show you how technology has made things cheaper. Back when Bitcoin and everything came out, uh, over a decade or so ago, I remember, uh, um, quite a few tech professionals who, you know, had already had some savings anyway. And so they actually went and bought what they called at the time, the mining machines. You see, the mine themselves, bitcoins. Uh, some of them had their own businesses, um, et cetera. And I, I just thought about that because I remember one person I asked, how much did all that equipment you got in there cost you? Oh, uh, And he had mentioned that in, in his whole setup of what he did. I know it had cost him over a thousand dollars at that time. Keep that Keep that in mind but see even in his mind on one hand he was saying well this is my extra money and he said and I think this is still worth it so he spent that money to be set up as a node and to have you know um mining going on that brings me to the next subject now everything that I'm telling you I'm I'm not going deep into explaining the process of how it works uh that's why I put the video from the um, uh, one, um, she's more than a commentator. She's a content creator. She knows what she's talking about. Her name is Diana Chen. Okay, uh, the video that is on the website right now, and who I actually brought the uh, uh, the domain from. I went through them. You see, as a as a you know uh, register, if you will, what have you. To at least get set up. Uh, so anyway, getting right back to the mining. Yes, I wanted to mention that because I, I found it interesting. You know, some people, and, and I saw it again recently, started talking about, ooh, how much electricity is that costing the gas and things of that nature? And, you know, when I first heard this about a week or so ago, I was like, what in the world are they talking about? Why are they making it sound like it's just that much more electricity being used than what is already being used with the 5G and the internet of things? I mean, it just didn't make sense to me. Now I'm not saying that because I told you I didn't go too deep into it because I told you once again, it just went to my mind. Well, it's, it's just electricity. Uh, we're running electricity all the time. And when we went to that period of time which started, what, about five or six years ago, where they started talking about the internet of things, it was saying, basically, everything was going to be on. And that's why uh some people, you know, uh, started being concerned still about what effect is it having on our bodies and minds. But that's a for a different podcast. Anyway, all the same, this is what I'm just going to say from my experience, uh, uh, with technology, which I'm not as much into it as I used to. And see, cause remember, I used to read up on it every day, constantly throughout the day and throughout the years. So it was always on the top of my mind where I knew exactly, uh, you know, what was going on, even the cost of certain things, whether it was worth it or, or, you know, or not. Put it this way. That IT professional who who invested in those mining machines back then, you see, uh, oh, he probably, oh yeah, he got to be a millionaire. That I haven't seen him in years. I tell you that much. But you know, it paid off greatly for him. And, cause he was on the very beginning of it all. I'm on the way. He's probably somewhere in the border, Allen, somewhere, or whatever. But, but that's a, that's a different, uh, story. Okay. Well, still talking about next, the, um, the mining. Uh, that's all I'm just going to, to say. Uh, from what I know, from what I know, you know, and you may find out more. It's, uh, it's not a cost or hardship. On any system, any more than the ones that are already running on the internet. You, you see, uh, d- that's from what I know. Okay. Uh, the other subject that I want to talk about, and this is the reason why I mentioned, um, what Jesus said about payback Caesar things to Caesar, you know, and God's things to God. Uh, there are some, uh, subjects, you know, I don't, Talk about as you've heard me say in the past, because uh, again, when persons read the good book, you see, I have to place it in there, then you start thinking a certain uh, uh, way, you know, about matters and how to handle them, and you make sure that you're not also uh, bypassing. The neutrality that you really do have, but you know, that God said for you to have because just like Jesus, he wants his people to be able to talk to everybody on all sides. And, and that's a different subject. Now, with that being said, again, getting on the uh, subject matter about to talk about. See what has happened in these days we live in now. There are areas of your uh, spiritual and God given life that has now been infringed upon and encroached upon. So it's like, no, you did not cross your boundaries. What they did was they crossed yours into this area of your life, you know, pertaining to worship, etc., etc. Now You see, does that um, make sense? Now I could give examples, but I'm not giving it uh, right now and exactly uh, what they are, but this is just giving you, the uh, precedence of what I'm about to say next on the currency you see there's been persons and um, uh, some of you know you know we have come into contact with different people in our lives and some of these persons are uh, humans uh, <laughs> other humans will be, Quite surprised, uh, that you were able to come in contact with this person or that person and not just through the internet either. Sometimes like in real life. Okay. And so, uh, persons are sometimes, uh, uh, surprised to find that out because you don't really, uh, talk about it. Now, with that being said, this, there's been, uh, expressions at times too about all the different types uh, of currency and things of that nature that um, you know even one person I heard uh, recently said somebody had uh, did a report on it mentioned uh, that uh, one very smart highly intelligent man know what he's talking about and and I've meant, I used to mention the person, um, um, uh, uh, maybe a few times in the past, you know, uh, I just haven't in over the years on my podcast or anything, uh, was uh, making a point about what this could still do to, uh, the currency that has really been, you know, the, the backbone of the whole world. Yes, it has. You know, the focal point of the whole world. With that being said, what I want to state is the reason why I felt not only moved, not only, you know, motivated, but as to why I had to go to parkbooks.crypto. As a domain. You know, take this as a FYI and learning point here. Artists, uh, singers, musicians, for years, for years, I mean, 1900s and things of that nature, and sometimes I say uh, reference the movie uh, Dream Girls, okay? Um uh, uh, and that was about the life story of you see, of these one, uh, these young ladies uh, coming up from teenagers as best friends and you know, going into the music business, they saw they saw it all, you see, and they also saw uh, what is the result of sometimes of artists doing their best to put their works out there. And then somebody else who got the uh, the major corporation behind them or what have you actually steal their work from them, you see. Um, well, what the blockchain does, and you've heard me talk about this uh, before, is when you create something and you have purchased your own name or your own uh, domain, or, or what have you, that you put it on that blockchain, okay? That hash, that stamp, see, as I said before, uh, it is there forever. That digital signature is there forever, and it's decentralized on all sorts of nodes. And that's what I want to mention, you heard me say before, about the mining machines. Uh, at one time, persons used to spend all that money to have them. But don't you know, uh, recently, I've uh, got some form of extension that I used to the a Brave uh, browser. And I, you know, I didn't have to pay anything. I just wanted to help out, you see. And uh, by installing this extension, it actually turns all one of your browsers or in your your processor and everything. And it's like a form of mining machine. You know, so don't even have to (laughs) spend thousands of dollars at all. But see, this is just a thought just to show you how technology just changes and and makes it easier. So I'm sharing this with you because I wouldn't be surprised. More and more browsers besides Brave and other browsers, you see, will start having that same type of capability or extension built for them. And with all this being decentralized, this just uh, continue to help with what? The mining process, uh, the, basically the transactions. So as I said before, it's not just one location where, uh, it could be lost or what have you. Blockchain is so, once again, uh, uh, powerful, uh, has such a wonderful uh, reach of redundancy that make no mistake about it. As man continues to move out into space and other planets, if you will, what you're doing and your creation that you're making right here on this earth will continue the transaction, the ledger, the access... We'll continue to branch out to, you see, we got Mars, you see, we got Jupiter, we got Venus, we got... Uh, or uh Is Pluto, because I remember one time he was saying Pluto wasn't a the planet, then it went back, then it went... So, I don't know what it is. so the whole point, wherever you go with it being decentralized, and as you know electricity moving at the speed of light or as some people would say um interdimensional interdimensionally faster from what people are finding with you know quantum strings etc cetera, etc cetera. but that's a different subject this all will work through blockchain you see now with that uh, thought in mind you can see how this would help artists businesses professionals Especially, look, currency transference as well. Currency transference as well. Uh, your monies and things of that nature. And the other thing that I, you know, I, I said maybe I should go to another podcast and talk a little bit more uh, deeply on this. And I think I will, uh, on another podcast because the security, is important. And uh, with that being said, I'll give you one other idea about the popbooks.crypto. You've heard me say before, and the proof is in the pudding, you can tell all on the internet. Popbooks.com is, once again, uh, you know, like Microsoft, like uh, other uh, major brand names, things of that nature, the, the domain becomes popular in itself and so what happens and I just thought I'd tell y'all check this out <laughs> before I got on here is uh, let me look at something right quick uh, let me oh I'm not even online yet because I'm making this podcast uh, without it but the whole point is already uh, some of the uh, domains uh, whether they've been Purchase or not like the major ones like uh, Microsoft and country names and things of that nature Uh, it's like no you can't purchase them unless you see uh you're really part of that entity or what have you they put a lock on that and that's smart that's very good but there are other names uh as well uh like your own uh, maybe you would want to go and get it and hold on to it see uh uh, basically, um, they run you anywhere from 20 to $40 or what have you, you see. And yet, that's a one-time payment. Uh, you set up your uh, secure, you know, digital signature, passwords, etc. And it's very important for you to uh, keep that information in several different places so that you can always get to your uh, wallet. See, and one other thing before I go... Uh, the reason why I kept emphasizing as well, parkbooks.crypto is because people were used to dealing with, when it came to Bitcoin and their addresses, these long strings and, and even longer than the, um, the strings that the, uh, IP6, uh, you see, uh, internet protocols or, or remember IP4 with, with those addresses that we used to have with those octets, which <laughs> they still run the, you know, the internet, but the whole point is these addresses for your Bitcoin currency are just even more longer than that. Harder to, you know, remember, you know, <laughs> it just, it just hard to remember that long string. So uh, what has, what they have done is to actually be able to make it into just a domain. You see, like, like I said, parkbooks.crypto and match it with that long address the same way on the internet, the World Wide Web that we use now matches the IP addresses, you see, with the uh, domain name as well. So you don't have to remember these uh, long addresses on the internet. You just have parkbooks.com. You see, that's the same thing that's happened now with the blockchain. So I could actually take parkbooks.crypto and what? be able to make transactions from there you know if you uh uh want to uh you know purchase as they mentioned a printed item from somebody they may have it on there for you know so much and the transaction will be there where it says hey you know uh it shows you uh, you paid for it all right you paid for it and, and it's there forever and i told you that it's, Far as man goes out into space uh, with computers, etc., that ledger just naturally follow along right with it, and it could just go on and on. There, there's a lot of potential uh, that has already been shown and being implemented with it. Okay, so uh, there is other things that you know I could talk about, but already this perceptive readers has been going on close to thirty minutes. And uh, I just wanted to share with you that, hey, uh, you may want to look it up. This is not financial advice. This is just letting you know uh, why as an artist, a uh, musician, singer or what have you would probably think about still purchasing their own domain, their own brand name. Now, regardless for twenty dollars, you see, because they will have it. And it will help as they're doing their creative work, whether they're doing their drafts or what have you. You can actually set up your website on the blockchain uh, securely, you see, as well, and have your items placed in that. And so, hey, it, it's not it wouldn't be quickly uh put it this way. Uh, it just couldn't be. Taken away from you without you being able to really you see verify say, see, this is mine. Okay, and that's one reason I really like it as well. Thank you for being here. And uh, uh oh, feel free to visit parkbooks.crypto. Uh, not all browsers are ready to actually do that redirect. See, so uh some browsers you have to type in. IPFS colon forward slash forward slash. You see, in order to jump onto the blockchain, the same way we do the HTTPS, you see, on the worldwide web. But there are some organizations, and I think, uh, Cloudflare, maybe even one of them, you know, proxy servers that they're already configuring them. I think that even if you were to type in like popbooks.crypto or http or what have you, it'll end up redirecting to the IPFS prefixes, all right? Uh uh to that domain, that blockchain. Anyway, uh let, let me stop because I keep talking, you know. Uh there's a video on popbooks.com, all right, right now. And it's by Diana Chen, or you can just search her on uh, YouTube. Her name is uh, D-I-A-N-A, last name C-H-E-N, C-H-E-N, that's Diana Chen. And her title is My Unstoppable Story on Web3 for Content Creators, DAOs, Replacing Orgs, and Digital ID. And she explains all of that. All right? You have a wonderful wonderful day. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers Podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality.